your source at the intersection of culture and technology with your host, Sal DeGuardia. This is the Crypto Radio Network. Welcome, friends. This is your voice in the metaverse. This is the Crypto Radio Network. My name is Sal DeGuardia. I am Matt Mazzaferro. And I'm Evan Mann. So glad to be here with you today. This, my friends, is uh, to help you on your journey. We're here to hold your hand, to explain some things. You may already have some experience on this journey, and absolutely, we'd love for you to contribute to our community. We'll give you some ways that you can get in touch with us and follow along on all things social. As we discuss Web3, NFTs, cryptocurrency, meta metaverse I. Is that what we decided? Metaverse I. Metaverse I. Metaverse pods. I, I <laughs> prefer. <laughs> and everything in between. Uh, this is your uh, this is your soft, easy entry point into all things Web3. And we're so glad you're here. We know you have a lot of options when it comes to content. And so thank you uh, on behalf of the whole team. And uh, just to get started this week, I thought it would be cool if we just kind of did a little bit of a recap. If uh, I'd love to hear both from you and uh, Matt and Evan just kind of your take on where we're at now after doing this for uh it's been a few months april 2nd yeah. we launched we've got about 20 episodes in the can is that right wait yeah like just 15, about 20 yeah 15 ish it's crazy yeah went by in a flash man you in blink an absolute and, flash and... yeah exactly. that, that means we, we've almost been doing this for for what like uh between a quarter and a half of a year four, i, I yeah, don't know that's months? that's pretty great to me i think that's a pretty good track record i i golly uh wow i feel old that's like that's like 12 years in an like nft land you know we're <laughs> really the big time yeah there's uh i i just think there's a magic that happens uh in radio it's just different than any other format like digital is cool do, do not get me wrong especially live streaming like is amazing uh, which is why by the way we're live on twitter if you if you want to stream us live so let's say you're catching this uh, on Sundays when we're on in Chicago, WCGO, um, on Sunday evenings, 7 to 9 Central. Um, maybe you're you're catching us on the live stream on multiformat.net. But we also wanted to open it up to our friends in the crypto Twitter space. If you want to follow along there, we opened up a Twitter space, a Twitter spaces, which is just a live audio version where you can get together and chat and collab. And it's very, very cool. But if you follow us on Twitter, it's at CryptoNetRadio. And, of course, you can jump on our website and follow us everywhere, social, at uh, CryptoRadioNetwork.io. That's right. If you got a question for us, you want to learn more about us, you want to ask us something, you can send us a DM on Twitter. Or if you're old-fashioned, you can send us an email at Crypto – what is it? It's uh, info at CryptoRadioNetwork? There's a studio. bunch. Studio. Yeah. Info, studio. It's studio. We all have emails, crypto too. Like, if you really did – if you wanted it to be just private between you and Evan, by the way. Hey, baby. <laughs> you can send his, me a little something, something. With his soft lighting and his uh, sultry voice, uh, you could – yeah, you could definitely shoot us emails uh, individually as well. So it's just – it's super simple. It's just either Matt at CryptoRadioNetwork.io, Sal at CryptoRadioNetwork.io, or Evan. 
at CryptoRadioNetwork.io. That's right. If you've got questions, you've got comments, something you want us to talk about or cover, we'd love to hear from you. If you'd like to be a guest on our show, if you know a guest we should interview, or if you're interested in sponsoring this show and helping us reach the 280 million Americans who listen to the radio every every single day. Every single day. They've been uninformed or they've been misinformed or they've been overlooked by our brothers and sisters and Satoshi. So it's our turn to help them find a safe, soft entry point into the wild and wonderful world of Web3. You know, one of the things that I think, Sal, um, you talk about in terms of streaming live on Twitter, there's an advantage to doing that. And the advantage is you get a little peek behind the curtain because we actually Mm. talk during the break and we do some prep during the break. We bring the guests on. So if you ever wonder what goes on during the commercials that you listen to on the radio... Jump into our live stream on Twitter, and you'll be able to see exactly what happens in between those commercial breaks, because it, it is fascinating. It's fun. There's sometimes we have stories, but a lot of times we're prepping our, our guests who are coming on, and it's not a peak you get unless you're in the Twitter space. So yeah, highly recommend it. We had some saucy stories last week uh, <laughs> behind the <laughs> scenes with Mikey and Carrie. Uh, they were dropping some great, great observations, great alpha. It's a lot of fun on stage and behind the scenes at Crypto Radio Network for sure. And actually, I'm glad you brought that up because that's probably the reason we didn't do a Twitter space last week because <laughs> we knew true. that there was going to be some alpha. That's and, actually very you know, true. Some, sometimes when you're actually having those conversations and you forget you're on Twitter, you're like, ooh, I, I'm not supposed to say that publicly. So not yeah, that it's we, inappropriate. It's no, just of course. Some of the alpha you drop is not ready for prime time. That's that's true. Can, that's true. But Can we recap some of the stuff that we did talk about that, is, like, that we can share legitimately? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Let's recap some stuff. Go for it. So I mean, how 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 can you not start with Magic Verse? I mean, I think you have to. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, do it the right. other way, but yeah, hundred percent. Now, if they... you missed it last week, folks, we got the alpha that our friends Mikey and Carrie are working with none other than the Magic Johnson. Crazy Irvin cool. Magic Johnson has entered the chat. They are bringing Magic Johnson's legacy into the metaverse, stewarding his reputation to millions of fans who will get to experience the wonder of Web3 because they love magic and because he wants to lead the way as an ambassador. That is going to be such a cool project. I can't wait to see that. Yeah, they, they didn't reveal too much about what it what it actually entails. But what I will say is, knowing that he's partnering with Carrie, that he's partnering with Mikey, they're going to yeah. do it right. Um, there are a lot of times that you hear, and I, I'm, I'm sure you've seen it in the mainstream media, there are a lot of times you hear that celebrities enter the space and they don't really necessarily offer the value that you're looking for in an oh. NFT project, or they drop it and they run. Um, knowing Carrie, knowing Mikey and their reputations that they've already built in a space that's so young, I am confident that Magic Johnson is doing it the right way, that he's in it for the long run, and that he's not going to just drop and run. Well, and that kind of thing, it, it really damages our whole space when people do poor drops that extract value right. and don't provide any. But, you know, on our show, we like to highlight, I would say, pretty much everybody we highlight, we talk about Hope for Haiti, NFTs for a cause. We've talked about the NFT kids who have some incredible purpose behind their projects. We've got some great projects coming up today, I know, that are delivering more yeah. examples of real-world value of NFTs that go way beyond just a digital picture or a JPEG. So today yeah, on the show, Black Box. This one, I like. I'm super excited about it just because I've always wanted to. Fly. Have you guys wanted to fly private, like charter? Have you ever done it, dude? I have never done it. I have flown in a small plane before. I took a few lessons in a small plane, but would love to just you know a private jet. Heck yeah, yeah man, I would love it. I mean, but it's expensive. It's super expensive. Crazy. It's it's very glamorous when you think about. Hey, I'm gonna have a whole jet to myself. You know, I'm gonna live the celebrity life. But I gotta be honest with you. 
and this is just me, I feel much safer in a commercial airplane because you hear about a lot of the plane crashes and they happen in private jets. So True. that's where my mind goes. But the minute I get on the plane and there's you know champagne or whatever on what happens on a private jet, like I'm sure I would forget all of that stuff. The day the music died, man. So, but we're going to be talking with Black Box today, and yeah. they're solving that issue. They're bringing private yes. jets to the people, right? One hundred percent. So they're doing it in a little bit more affordable ways. So maybe you don't have to spend, you know, six seven grand per hour for flight time. <laughs> And uh, Wait, or can you say that again? Six or seven thousand dollars per hour. I tried to book a flight for I think it was my fortieth birthday. I tried to book a flight just from Scottsdale to Las Vegas. It's it's barely a you know thirty five maybe forty five minute flight if that. Yeah, in the air for a second. That's like including dropping your bags in the you know cargo compartment, the whole nine yards. And they I think they wanted it was something crazy like eleven thousand dollars one way. Nuts for a half hour wow. trip. Yeah. So I I mean of course we did not do that. <laughs> so <laughs> just to just to clarify, by the way, yeah, we we did not book that flight. Uh we wound up driving and uh which was almost as painful because we had my dad <laughs> we had my dad with us in the car and he was he had to stop for something to eat. And uh and we didn't stop to eat, we just stopped and picked something up. So now he's got like a lunch buffet of you know italian hoagie in his lap in the passenger seat of the car but he's a little bit older and uh and his dentures weren't fitting quite right i mean we're hearing him smack like the you know half the drive to las vegas it was Mm. brutal but well sal yeah here's the opportunity then black box maybe there's that private jet flight to vegas for your 50th what what are you talking about matt what are you saying i'm old i don't know no 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 you you said you're you're supposed to give that away no, I just went to the next milestone. I'm 45. <laughs> well, then we have time to get into Black Box Collective, and we've yeah, got time sure. to book that that jet. Uh, yeah, Evan, you also booked somebody fantastic for our second hour today. So, Oh, my uh, gosh. My friend Toby Briggs is coming yeah. by, by to represent the 1687 Project, and they are doing an awesome NFT application with the Ernest Withers photo collection, almost 2 million photos that tell an incredible story about the civil rights movement that have been preserved in collections, but have never made it to the blockchain until now. They are using blockchain technology and NFTs to give people their chance to steward that incredible legacy, which is an important part of our nation's history. And Toby's going to come by and tell us a little more about it just to demonstrate this is what NFTs can and will do for you. Very excited. Cool. So excited. So we've got a jam-packed show. Big, big show today. And uh, so thankful that you're with us. I'm Sal DeGuardia. I am Matt Mazzaferro. And hey, I'm Evan Mann. We'll see you soon on Crypto Radio Network, right? Sure. Sounds good. Don't go anywhere. Your voice in the metaverse, the Crypto Radio Network. Welcome back, friends. This is your voice in the metaverse. I'm Sal DiGuardia. I am Matt Mazzaferro. And I'm Evan Mann. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Actually, I'm really excited, really excited about the, the special guests that we have on with us right now. Um, and we talked a little bit about it before the commercial break, where they're bringing private jet uh, flights and private jet trips to the masses and making them a little bit more accessible than if you're trying to book one for, say, your 40th birthday to Las Vegas, right, Sal? Or, or maybe your 50th. 
or that maybe might you're, be, you're may 50. or may not be coming up in a couple years. <laughs> now we we are honored to have Blake and Matt on with us along with James. So Blake and Matt are the co-founders of Black Box Collective. Um, Matt's been a pilot for the last 15 years, and Blake has been in the aviation industry his entire professional life. And really, they sat down to say, how can we approach private jet travel differently? differently than some of the other ones that are out there because they can be cost prohibitive. They can be a little bit prohibitive from just booking flights and managing schedules and all of that. So we um, we're delighted to have them on the show with us today. James is also joining us. James is part of their team. He's the marketing director at Black Box. And I've probably said too much, so I'm going to turn it over to Matt. Matt, if you could give us just a little bit of an introduction uh, and help us to understand what are you trying to do with Black Box Collective and why NFTs? Yeah, Matt, uh, thanks for having us. Uh, thank you, guys. Yeah, my name is Matt Robertson. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Black Box Collective. And yeah, we're basically the first uh, Web3 jet sharing platform, and it has an NFT-based membership. And what we have kind of found, me and Blake, um, being in the industry for so long, there's a lot of inefficiencies with the charter jets. So coming from the commercial side where, where I spent the last 15 years, they drilled into us all the efficiencies on how to move the jets, get people on and off. Maintenance is there. you got your uh, grounds crew. You're catering all in one spot, and it goes through a hub-and-spoke network. But with charters, there's not really a uh, centralized location. It's going from A to B to any different airport. So so with our platform, what we're really trying to do is create some inefficiencies, bring some of those things over from the commercial side. And the way we're doing that with the Web3 and with our NFT membership is we're allowing our customers to coordinate and share flights. And we have alerts, we have automated, um, like on the profiles when our, when our customers come on, they can... Uh, group up based on their cities and they'll know when jets come into town they can all group up and share and lower the cost for the uh, booking of these charter jets and in turn the charter jet company is going to lower their operating costs because they're going to have more passengers flying through them so so yeah just the the efficiencies of having people coordinate and book together is going to bring uh, a lot of extra revenue to the charters and lower the booking costs for the passengers. I, I really love the uh, the sound of this project. So, so Matt, can you help us understand, you know, how does the, uh, the approach from a crypto, a Web3, and NFT perspective help with, you know, your platform? Could, so I guess, in other words, could you have done it without NFTs or are you adding value with those NFTs? Sure, sure. Um, there, a lot of these companies, they're really they're trying to solve the problem of, you know, uh, the empty leg and reposition flights in a Web two fashion. But bringing a Web three community in that can that can be motivated and incentivized by tokens. And if you guys know, and I'm sure you do, how Web three communities are so brand loyal and can, can get behind a, a movement like this, you can bring people in and really instruct them and inform them on how to use this system that we're building. So essentially we're bringing a web two model and placing a web three community on top of that. And it's creating a synergy where you can really um, get people flying through. You can get people sharing because of, because of the NFT brand loyalty and the, the limited quantity of NFTs that we're, 
we're offering. So uh, just like with any other PFP projects, the board apes and stuff like that, you can see the, the, the rabid tribalism that you, you get out of that. But if you get a, a group of people that are already flying jets, they're kind of interested in business, they're entrepreneurs, they're innovators in the Web3 space, they can really get behind something like this. And what we're, we're trying to get across to the people is we want to get we want to be a part of this Web3 movement and get all of these innovators to their next conference, you know, and, and kind of create a network of these type of hustlers, you know, in, in this Web3 space. So we believe bringing a Web3 community to a Web3 booking platform and combining it. I think the synergy is just incredible there. And we couldn't be more excited about what, what we came, up, came upon here. Brilliant. Yeah, James, I see you smiling a little down there. Did you have something you wanted to add? I don't think I could really add anything else to that. I think Matt summed it up quite perfectly. So it's very exciting when you think about the opportunity to create new value with this new technology. How are you thinking about communicating it to people who, you know, a lot of people who might take a private jet right now are not Web3 native, but as you just said, are interested in connecting with influential people are interested in traveling to business conferences those right. kinds of things so mm -hmm. where do you see you know the the language how do you walk these people into the world of nfts and crypto where they may have been misinformed or might have some concerns right yeah so that that is a big uh, concern of ours and and there has to be a lot of education that we're trying to put out we're actually having a couple of whiteboard explainer videos being made now just to kind of say you know everybody hates the commercial side going through the you know the the security right. and the baggage and all this kind of stuff and where with these videos if people are searching up how do i book a private jet you know our our platform will come up the educational por portion can come up and show them all right with a web3 based community you've got more security you can pay with crypto instantly you can um share flights by this these nfts and this new technology but we're also letting them pay with fiat and we're going to hold custody of their nft for them until they're ready to hold it themselves so we're going to have you know some education on how to get your metamask how to how to hold custody of your nft and use the platform to its largest benefit so Amazing. very important. Education is such a critical aspect of any NFC project. I love the fact that you guys are taking the approach to holding hands and bringing mm -hmm. those folks into the space, giving them the education of, all right, here's how you set up a digital wallet. And we're going to walk you through exactly what you need to do to buy the NFT, to utilize the NFT. Absolutely love that. The other thing that you said that I think is absolutely critical that we haven't talked about is the fact that you can sell this NFT internationally. And so if you've got somebody coming from Europe, or you've got someone coming from Asia, they don't have to go through the process of converting their currency to the local currency, getting the payment over to, they can just pay directly in crypto, which we've talked about in the past of the importance of decentralization and DeFi and all of that. It just makes the transactions that much more efficient. You're eliminating the middleman, you're eliminating the conversion. I, I love that aspect of it. That's yeah. right. I'd like to hear a little more about how you both came to blockchain. We always love to hear about what the light bulb moments were for you, the the special things that helped you understand maybe that you can share with our listeners. I know we've got to take a break here in a second, but when we come back, is that something you guys can think about, you guys can share, help us sure. reach some more people who maybe don't get it yet? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm definitely interested too. So uh, thank you guys for spending some time with us today. And thank you listening along at home or online, wherever you're at. 
we really do. We appreciate you not only spending some time with us uh, because we know you have a lot of options as far as content goes, but of course, just uh, telling your neighbors, your friends, hey, this is kind of cool. If you've got any interest in the Web3 space, we're going to continue our conversation with the guys from Black Box NFT. It's coming up next right here on Your Voice in the Metaverse. I'm Sal DeGuardia. I am Matt Mazzaferro. And I'm Evan Mann. Don't go anywhere. From board apes to Bitcoin, this is the Crypto Radio Network. Welcome back, my friends. This is your voice in the metaverse. This is the Crypto Radio Network. Heard worldwide on multiformat.net. You can just click the Listen Now button, multiformat.net. And of course, uh, our affiliates all around the U.S., starting with Chicago, WCGO, 1590 AM. Welcome to our friends there on a glorious Sunday evening. Uh, I'm Sal DeGuardia. My name is Matt Mazzaferro. And I'm Evan Mann. I want to give a shout out to our listeners in Mongolia. We're big in Mongolia. We and are we actually big in Mongolia. That blew me away. I don't understand that one, but it is what it is. You know, it's cool. I'll it's cool. It. It's a global movement, and you're invited wherever you live. We're going to give you a safe, soft entry point, and we're here today with our friends from Black Box. We're talking to Matt and James, and before the break, I told them that when we came back, I really wanted to hear if they had a light bulb moment for us, that that idea or insight that helped them understand, oh, this is what crypto is. This is what NFTs are. I should pay more attention. So I've given you a couple minutes to think about it. Guys, who wants to go first you want to take this one james or you want me to get it you can take it first matt all right yeah so i got into uh crypto in 2013 and Ooh. kind of uh the light bulb for me is i was you know watching the news and this thing popped up talking about criminals and silk road and this currency called bitcoin you know it kind of really uh caught my attention so i started looking online figuring out uh what bitcoin was and what all these crazy criminals are doing with with this this funny money the internet money so after that i, it, I just fell down the rabbit hole after that point and you know then i heard about ethereum and all of these you know the altcoins that came along with it and i pretty much went through all the phases of you know i went through the master nodes the icos the, <clears throat> all these different ups and downs i went through the ups and the downs of the market crashes and the bear and bull markets of it all so i've kind of seen um a lot when it comes comes to the crypto market but my very first nft uh was be friends and what what really uh caught my attention there was the utility that gary v was using to let people into the the conferences and so that's kind of what sparked the idea for Black Box here and how we thought about fractionalizing a charter membership and using that as a utility to come onto our plat our flight sharing platform. So yeah, that's our that's kind of how I got into NFTs originally. And then I've been trading and buying, selling NFTs ever since. But I just love it. And it's it's awesome. The technology, who knows, you know. So about what is it? So it's like 15 months now, about ish, right? Since the V Friends dropped, since you got in? Yeah. Yes, yeah. sir. Something like that. Yeah. Went to VCon. I know you were there too, Sal. Yeah. It was fun. It was amazing. Uh, and how, it's, how did I miss you at VCon? I'm too, there were 6,800 people there. 
Well, <laughs> there, you're right. I missed a lot of people. So <laughs> it was all in one room. Like it did. It felt like super intimate because even though it was at US Bank Stadium and it was massive, uh, at, at the same time it felt like, my gosh, how do you you know keep track of everybody? It was just tough. But uh, that's amazing because 15 months on the on at face value that may not sound like a whole lot of time. So for you know for those of you that are at home thinking, why should I even be listening to you? You know you're not an expert. You haven't been doing this for decades. The space itself is only maybe 10 years old since the very, very, like the infancy of Bitcoin, right? When it just was just first uh, introduced as like a friendly kind of blockchain technology. But uh, but the truth is the NFT space really didn't explode until last year, right? Early last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe maybe if you go back to 2020. But um, so, it you know, the truth is you honestly, Matt, you've been in the space a, a lot longer than most folks. That's that's the reality a lot of folks coming in in the last six months or so, even even they might consider themselves experts next to somebody that's just coming in like yesterday. But uh, yeah. James, I'm interested in your story too. So share if you would. Yeah, what was your absolutely. Kind of entry into NFTs? Yeah, so I got started probably around late 2019. Um, my roommate was making money flipping Dogecoin. And I was like, what? what, what is this? This your, little your roommate, Carl? Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. And awesome. I started kind of looking into it, looking into proof of stake, proof of work, evaluating the different types of chains. And I was like, wow, there's a lot of new technology going on. And I knew from past going to school that if you want to catch a trend, got to start early. Yeah. And one of my fears was always, I don't want to be the the old guy in the corner looking at the new stuff saying, right. oh, no, 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 this won't work. Yeah. And um, what really like sparked my whole interest in it, like I found that fascinating and I found it a way to help me financially but what really sparked a passion is when we started black box and after talking with matt and blake and nfts which i really wasn't previously involved in with i got to learn how nfts are able to turn an expense into an asset So, like with our membership and normal membership models you're just paying that money away it doesn't do you any good with nfts that adds to your portfolio it's an asset but I think what I like more than that is the first conference that I went to in Puerto Rico and just being able to see the community face to face. Everyone was like the friendliest people I've ever met. People way bigger than me were always willing to just sit down and say hello. And it was just a great community. And I really loved being in a room with like-minded people that kind of shared my passion and interests. And that's kind of excelled it from there. Can, can I just highlight something you said? So NFTs take an expense and turn it into an asset. I love that perspective because when you think about, um, you, we'll, we'll take jet jet travel, right? You're chartering a jet. Usually you're paying the, I, I think Sal dropped it before, six, seven grand an hour to, to take a flight. And yeah, yeah, you get the value out of the flight itself, but afterwards you've dropped the money and it's gone. Um, and hopefully you've arrived safely at your destination. But with an NFT, you hold this NFT, and if at any point you want to monetize that NFT by flipping it, by selling it, by getting out of it, you can. And you can't do that in Web2. You can't do that in IRL. Only NFTs give you that opportunity. So, Matt, I'd love for you to tell us a little bit more, how does Black Box work? I know we've talked about sort of the concept around it, but, you know, what are the tiers? And if I was interested in actually minting into the project, what does that mean for me and how would I go about doing it? Okay, as um, what we have is a platform and the platform allows flight sharing. 
So we have a, our main collection is called the Genesis collection and there's 3,500 NFTs. And so if you own that NFT, it's, uh, I believe we've got it pegged around 4.95 ETH now, something like that. We're trying to keep the markets fluctuating and we're having to change the prices sure. obviously, but that allows you onto the platform that allows you to coordinate and create groups and communicate with other members, allows you to share flights, for much cheaper than a traditional membership, where a traditional membership might cost you $100,000 down, $1,200 a month, but you pay that one-time fee for our Genesis membership. We have one higher tier than that called the Alpha Class, and it is a 50-person um, membership, and that is going to be at 10 ETH, and it's going to allow, it's going to be more of our council members. It's more of an invite-only group. Uh, you can go to our website and find out more about that. And one more lower tier called the Boarding Pass, and it's a about a $500 membership that allows you to book one seat on the jet and get into our in real life events. So, um, yeah, you can look on our website and find out uh, more about that. I, I think you're on mute, Evan. Oh, um, Evan. Um, but uh, so. Yeah, he got rugged. He rugged himself. I had a truck driving by, and I thought oh. you, know, you didn't want to hear that. And then I just you know, <laughs> no, I forgot I like the, the joys like of the live radio, passing. my friends. Yeah, um, I was saying that it, it sounds like you have opportunities kind of for everyone to get involved. Can you talk a little more about that advisory council? If somebody wants to invest at that level, what kind of responsibilities does that come with or privileges does it afford? Okay, so we have a, a, a business jet of our own that's going to be delivered in September, and you would have access to that. But we want people that are going to come in and help us grow if they have a network, if they, whatever they want to bring to the table, we'll, we'll make sure that these people are going to be helping us grow as a company. So it's kind of just like I need to get to know them, shake their hand, and see if they're a good fit for us. But, but that's, that's the gist of it, to get a counsel, somebody that's smarter than me in the room. <laughs> that's, the, that's the gist. Right. See, I will say that is another advantage of Web3. How many times can you buy a product and actually influence how you build the company and influence sure. what the company offers to you? Yeah, it's huge. That doesn't happen in real life. That doesn't happen in Web2. It doesn't happen in Web3. You can't go to Procter & Gamble and say, I've got this great idea for Tide. Maybe you'll listen to me and we can, you know. You can go to stockholder meetings, but yeah, you're not going to probably have much influence on the C-suite. Is the punchline. I mean, to yeah. sit down and have a conversation with the CEO and say, here's what, here's an idea that I think would make this, this company, this project, you know, that much better. It's incredible. Exactly. Amazing. So I heard you say September, Matt. Does that, yes, sir. When, when is the inaugural flight? And is that right around my birthday on the 30th? Because that might, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm not trying to, you know, coerce or influence <laughs> you one way or the other. You just say when, Sal. I'll jump in that jet and fly up there and get you. Yes, let's do it. Uh, we're going to come back and we're going to wrap it up with our good friends from Black Box. Private aviation made more affordable and made simpler with a really brilliant uh, platform. And we're going to wrap this conversation up. Coming up next, I'm Sal DeGuardia. I am Matt Mazzaferro. And I'm Evan Mann. Don't go anywhere. This is your voice in the metaverse. This is the Crypto Radio Network. Radio for the Metaverse. This is the Crypto Radio Network. Welcome back, friends. This is your voice in the Metaverse. This is the Crypto Radio Network. I'm Sal DeGuardia. 
I'm Matt Mezzaferrell. And I'm Evan Mann. We're glad to wrap up this first hour. Boy, how the time flies by. We're here with our friends from Black Box. And before we get out of here and wrap the end of the hour up, we wanted to give you one more chance to share your information with everybody. Let them know how they can find you and uh, give us a parting thought as we fly out of here. All right, Evan, thank there. you so much. Uh, we did. We love it. Thank you so much for that. Uh, so this is James Black Box Collective. Uh, please follow us on Twitter at Black Box nfts uh our link tree is in our bio if you go there it'll take you to our website our discord we always got people on staff if you have any sort of questions please shoot us a dm we'll get to you as quickly as we can yeah and matt robertson here black box um wanted to run through one more time what we're offering we have three nfts the entry level nft is the boarding pass and that's 0.275 eth and that gets you access to our in real life events and and lets you have access to booking a shared flight the next uh, level up is going to be our genesis access pass and that's 4.95 eth and that allows you to come onto our platform book and share flights be part of our uh, elite business and travel group uh, in Discord, and our highest tier is called the Alpha Class, and that is 10 ETH, and that is an application or kind of an invite only to join the council ranks of Black Box Collective. And we'd love to have any of you guys uh, come and check us out on Discord. We'd love to meet any anybody and everybody. So thanks, thanks guys. Thank you guys for having us. I, amazing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Thank you so much, Sal, Matt, Evan. We appreciate you having us. Of course. Uh, and I just want to, just for you know everybody listening, like getting into private charter travel, and you said 0. 0.25. 0. 0.275. Oh, 0. Yeah, 0.275. So, yeah, not I mean, much difference. We're talking about like 450 oh. bucks get you in the door right now with the yes, price sir. of ETH, ethereum so like that's just mind-boggling to me how you guys did that so i uh, it's again you know thank you so much for sharing it because it really is it's another just a brilliant use case for nfts and really the technology underneath this is not just jpegs and right click safe right there's so much under the hood that you can do uh and so much more i'm sure coming down the pipe for you guys what is i mean if you had to kind of guess like what do you think is you had to look ahead two three four five years what do you what do you think is coming up for black box well we're super excited about the platform we're building because the, there's multiple types of transactions that can happen on the platform not just booking private jets so we're happy to see when when we get a community inside there just to see what types of uh, business transactions happen on our platform in addition to the private jets and the type of people that are on there so that's Super exciting is the community aspect of Web3 that, that we just love and, and can't get enough of. I, I love that. So community, just to remind everybody that is listening, this radio show started as a community because, you know, Sal and I met through VFriends, Sal met Evan at one of the conferences, and it was the community that really built up what this show is. And so we can't downplay and, and mis, misstate how important a community is within an NFT project because it really does create new opportunities. This platform, Blackbox, was formed because of the community that you have um, through other NFTs. So if I take a, a step back and just think about this, as I'm trying to wrap my head around what Blackbox offers, I've never flown private travel. Um, if I were to summarize this, this platform in, say, 10 seconds, 
How would you do that? Because I have something in my mind, but I don't want to diminish the platform itself. So how would you summarize it to somebody on the street in like 10 or 20 seconds? Here's what Black Box is. We might give you 30 seconds just to be nice. Uh, Maybe. Okay. Uh, Well, it's a world's first Web3 jet sharing platform and new membership model based on NFTs. So that's that's about the as elevator pitch as you can get right there. That was amazing. That was the I love it. I think. Yeah. So, so if I if I say something, don't take it the wrong way. And if it's okay. bad, you can just shoot me right down. But would you say, in my simple mind, is this the Uber of private jet travel? Oof. Oh, that's yes, a dangerous that's, question. That's, uh, <laughs> that's something that we kind of toy with and say we can, when I get on stage to speak about it, it's like, I want to say yes, the Uber for private jets. But then I don't want to be cliche guy because everybody's right. trying to be of this or that, right? So, so but if you want to think about it that way, that's the easiest way to get some wrap their mind around it is Uber, home man, private jets. That's it. With the added layer of community. Yes, sir. That's the yeah. best part about it is the community. Well, we appreciate you guys making time to come and share with our listeners, share with us. And if all of that stuff comes to fruition, you better believe we're going to have you back on and talk about it. Maybe oh, we'll yeah. broadcast next time we interview from the air. Yes, sir. Oh, we'd love that. That'd be amazing. That would be fun. And if you're listening to the show and you're thinking private jet sounds cool, but what is an ETH? Then don't worry. We have got resources for you. I would encourage right. you to head to anchor.fm slash crypto radio network and check out our Web3 101 episodes. Or if you're into the black box community and want to learn more from them, they're going to help you. They're going to hold your hand and teach you, somebody who may not understand how to use cryptocurrency, how you can start trading cryptocurrency in order to purchase your membership. Of course, we want everybody here to be safe. We don't want you to invest anything that you don't understand. So if you've got questions, you can send them to us directly. Send us a message on here at Crypto Radio Network or send us an email at it's studio at CryptoRadioNetwork.io. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to help you. We'd love to answer your questions so that you feel like you belong in this world of Web3 too. Matt, James, thank you so much for spending the time with us. I appreciate it. Our pleasure. Sorry, go ahead. How were you saying, brother? Oh, yeah, I was just going to say, I think that's the great thing about this space is that everybody is so helpful that if you're not in the space and you don't understand the space or you're confused by it or you're misbelieving something because of what media has told you, um, it all you have to do is ask the questions find the people that are in the space we are more than willing to open our arms open our hearts open our minds and answer any questions that you have to guide you safely and that's the key word safely into the space i think we yeah, want to right. yeah make that a, a really strong point here so just for the record right we've been really careful not just here on crypto radio network but even each of us uh matt evan and myself as we've done different spaces and um we've hosted different uh shows on all kinds of different platforms we've been really really careful we've really tried to to be careful about the projects that we bring in front of you to say hey check this out because a any interview that we do we're not getting any money from that right that's not how our revenue model works and and that's not true for everybody in the space right so the conversations that we have when we bring you an interview with a project, with a creator, with artists. That's because we really do. We believe in in the person. We believe in what they're doing. And we want to absolutely provide the most value we can to you and uh, and make sure that it's somebody that you can trust. So hopefully that message is heard loud and clear each week. 
as we bring you more Web3 101 content. I'm Sal DeGuardia. I am Matt Mezzaferro. And I'm Evan Mann. Don't go anywhere. Hour two coming up next, your voice of the metaverse. This is the Crypto Radio Network. Your source at the intersection of culture and technology with your host, Sal DeGuardia. This is the Crypto Radio Network. Welcome, friends, to another hour of the Crypto Radio Network, your voice in the metaverse. I'm Sal DeGuardia. I am Matt Mazzaferro. And I'm Evan Mann. So glad to be back for another hour. You know, we didn't get to it last time, but uh, do you think now might be a good time to talk about safety uh, to talk about yeah. uh how to avoid scammers in this space you, I, I think that might about? be good what are you talking about my friend sal <laughs> has had a, a pretty heaping spoonful uh a big taste an unsavory taste of all kinds of impersonating action on twitter on tiktok on instagram there are people who will create a fake profile what? when you get a little bit of influence no. and they will reach out to people as if they were you and they'll say things like hey what are you investing in or hey would you like to make some money or hey i can advise you on an investment i i can't wait to hear your story sal and and how you've kind of defended yourself and protected your followers but i want to say first if you are following a person with any kind of influence mm-hmm. they will never reach out to you listeners to offer you anything to sell you something to just chat about investments they will not direct message you first if somebody does and especially if they're telling you about free cryptocurrency or an investment opportunity it is a scam don't click on any links they send you run away fast and report them please it really helps us Sal, you want to tell them about your trauma man it's the weirdest you're you're good but it, it is the weirdest thing like i first of all i just don't I mean, I don't view myself as somebody that's like, I, I don't want to use the I word, the influencer word. It's just weird. I, I don't even like saying it, but I, I don't use it either. It's yeah. okay. Um, but I, you know, it, it has happened that we've, you know, we've all been tapped to uh, have a voice in this space and be able to lead conversations. And that part is really, really cool. And apparently there are folks that think that uh, it's, you know, we're positioned well enough to be able to try to impersonate us and maybe peel off one or two or three or who knows, a dozen people, a hundred people. I don't know what their goals are, but to try and, you know, scam using some of the methods that you talked about. What's even weirder, I don't know, I don't know how they would have timed this so perfectly. I was out of the entire country on a cruise ship last week. I took my mom on it. She got a senior discount for like dirt cheap on a, on a four day carnival cruise. So Early we went special. Yeah, it really was. It was like one of those like weird, crazy, just like, is this even a real price uh, kind of a cruise? So so we took it and I I disconnected completely. Like what was fantastic was I I actually didn't even look at my phone except to find out like what time it was and when was dinner. That was really the only thing that I was concerned with is when can I eat and everything else. I, I didn't pick up the Wi-Fi package. I didn't really worry about uh, like when we were at port. I didn't worry about if we were, you know, close enough or connected. Any of that stuff just didn't matter. I wasn't even looking at text messages, that kind of thing. And all of a sudden, uh, I forget where we stopped, but my phone just blew up, and so I just put it away, 
It was like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to know. But we pulled back in on Friday, and I had, I mean, dozens of direct messages from all of our friends, I think you guys included, that just over and over and over again were showing up with, I don't know, three or four different profiles on Twitter and maybe a couple on Instagram of people that were impersonating me. And I thought, what the heck is, first of all, what the heck is going on? Why, how did they time that so well? But, uh, but that's part of the social engineering piece. So it's, this is really, it's a tale uh, just again to remind you to be very, very careful. Don't, you know, don't just gloss over and assume you know what you're looking at, especially in the beginning and even, even later on. Um, folks like Seth Green will tell you, uh, be very careful because you just don't know what link you're clicking on, whose profile it is. Sometimes, you know, I'll use Gary as an example. Um, it's not Gary Vaynerchuk, but it's very Gaynerchuk, but the brain plays tricks on you and makes you think it's really him, right? Or, or in my case, it was like Sal with two L's, you know, or Sal DeGuardia underscore. And, and it just sometimes it, it, the brain doesn't compute and you just automatically, you know, get attracted to what you, you remember and what you're familiar with. So it's, um, yeah, it's just really, first of all, it's really weird, Evan and Matt. I got to tell you, I, I, it's odd. That's how you first. know you made it when somebody starts impersonating you that's how you know you made oh, is it that what, is that what it is that's right I've, that's right uh i don't know if i go that far i don't, I don't but, feel like i made it i know, you know? i don't right my yeah, bank makes, account makes would three of us. disagree with you um yeah well, <laughs> go ahead matt yeah i was just gonna say um sal i think it's really important because the so a couple of these individuals actually reached out to me and sent me dms and the very first question out of them was what are you invested in and I'm like, wait a minute, this isn't Sal, because Sal knows what I'm invested in. Um, right. But you're absolutely <laughs> right. right, Evan, right? So the first question they ask is, what are you invested in? And I knew where the conversation was going to go. Right. However, we all know this space moves so fast. Yep. We all know that we all have FOMO. And so it's really important to remember a couple of things. One, slow down. I think it's important that we all slow down, because it's, it's super easy yeah. to get a DM from Sal because you're looking at the Twitter profile, you're looking at the name, it's the same picture you're used to, it's yeah. the same bio you're used to, it's the same Twitter banner you're used to. But you're right, Sal, the, the actual handle is just slightly different. The one that reached out to me was Sal DeGuardian, which I thought was pretty clever, actually, so by the way. But weird. Um, yeah, DeGuardian of the galaxy. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Um, that's funny. But, you know, it's, it's the whole point of let's slow down. Let's take a look at who is this person that's truly reaching out to me. Is it the Sal DeGuardia I know? And the best way to, to check that out is the Twitter handle. And then the second thing is... Does it pass the red face test? And mm. I always, I always like, I equate it to if somebody reaches out to you and it's too good to be true, it's probably too good to be true. Right. Or if it's someone you know and they just ask this question that's out of left field, either that person should be committed because they lost their mind, <laughs> or it is, or it is somebody that's trying to scam you. So just know. slow down. Make sure that the conversations you have, make sure the research you do is really based in fact and based in. Not the FOMO that we all get, because FOMO brain is very, very real, but very, very dangerous. That's right. There are a couple of other things you should always do, I think, to protect yourself. If you're an investor or somebody who trades digital assets, I highly recommend that you use a device called a cold wallet. It's an offline device that stores your private keys, which are what you use to access the blockchain to send and receive digital assets like crypto and NFTs. This device 
is not connected to the internet. And therefore, if you click on a link that is malicious, if your crypto is stored on that off offline device, it's safe. Um, if you are using a device that holds cryptocurrency software, like if, if your MetaMask is on the phone that you use right. to check Twitter and you click a malicious link, it could be that that link could give permission to access the assets in your crypto wallet. There's and a you're out of luck, Chuck. It's uh, it's it's just bad practice. Don't don't use the same device you hold your crypto assets in to talk about crypto or right. to click on links. Get a cold storage wallet. Get one from Ledger. Get one from Trezor. There are lots of companies. If you just do a Google search, you'll see one. They're pretty affordable and they're super safe. Gotta stay safe, people. And so part of the resolution, I mean, I, I first of all, I have to thank our community, like all all our friends and family that we've gotten to know here. Uh, over the last you know year going on year and a half just absolutely incredible human beings that just stepped up and continue to report 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 I mean we're talking literally like dozens if not you know hundreds of reports from folks saying these are not the real sows well the real sow DeGuardia please stand up uh, my first responsibility by the way was to of course report as many of the profiles as I could can I tell you what the first response was from Twitter What's that? This account has not violated any of our terms of service oh. in impersonating uh, a, another person, as far as we know. That was actually the first response from Twitter. So it, I was a thousand percent thankful for so many people that stepped up and continued to just report. And I think we got—I could be wrong, you guys—but I think we got like three of three out of four of them have been taken down. Um, but again, it's just it's uh, it's another testament to how tight this community is and how amazing everybody's been uh, just super supportive of each other. And I just couldn't be more grateful uh, to be playing in the space with you guys. It's amazing. You know, it, it's funny. So now it makes me wonder, well, what are what are those criteria that Twitter uses to determine whether or not it's a fake profile or a scam profile? I mean, I don't know. It's a black box to me. Yeah. No pun intended from our last hour, but it's a black box to me. I don't understand what <laughs> criteria they use. Listen, I don't know. All I know is that Crypto Twitter, if you're listening, we need you to follow Crypto Radio Network and uh, <laughs> That's right. all yeah. of us and help us get some blue checks so we can keep our listeners safe. Can is you that do that the for answer? Us? Is that That's is getting answer. the blue, blue checks are helpful? It's yeah. not a catch-all solution for everything, but you know, yeah. until we get them, we're gonna keep on talking about crypto, NFTs, and metaverses, all things Web three, as safe as we can, right here with you. Is that what we're doing? That's what we're doing, and we've got a great show coming up. We got a whole hour left. Our friend Toby's here in the studio. He's gonna come tell us about sixteen eighty seven project, the Withers Art Project. It's I'm gonna excited. be great. I'm Sal DeGuardia. I'm Matt Mazzaferro. And I'm Evan, man, so excited to talk to you about more things, metaverse, web free cryptocurrency, when we get back after this commercial break. Your voice in the metaverse, the Crypto Radio Network. Welcome back, friends. I'm Sal DiGuardia. I am Matt Mazzaferro. And I'm Evan Mann. So thank glad you. to be here with you. Absolutely. And thank you so much for being here and listening to, to our show. We're super excited for our next guest. But as always, you know, we're here to guide you into the Web3 space, really trying to 
frame up things for you to understand why is the Web3 space so important? Why should I pay attention to it? And why should I make my way into the Web3 space? And so our guest here today, um, I'm super honored to uh, do a little bit of an intro and then we'll turn it over to him to talk a little bit about himself. Uh, he's got a ton of stuff going on, so bear with me as I go through this. But uh, Toby Briggs, thank you so much for joining us. Toby's a designer and producer of technological solutions, really focusing on user experience. So he is the co-founder of Grow, which is a software design sort of build company. Simple, which is a cloud-based learning management framework, and 1687, a Web3 development company producing projects for social good. And there's so much more beyond just those three things that he's doing. But we want to keep it um, a little bit focused on the NFT space, the Web3 space. So, Toby, with that, tell us just a little bit about you know some of the things that you're working on, and then we'll turn it back to Evan for a couple of questions. Great. Yeah. So, hey, I'm Toby Briggs. Really nice to be on the show. I appreciate the, the time and the audience. Um, if we're going to stay in sort of the crypto web three space, um, I think maybe we should focus on the 1687 aspect and really what we're doing with um, the Withers collection out there in um, Memphis, Tennessee. So we created this um, NFT based project to help the Withers collection basically preserve and um, share their their massive photo archive and huge historical. Um, library so it's a, it's a pretty amazing um opportunity to get involved in that project toby i'm wondering if people aren't familiar with dr ernest withers can you tell them a little about why he's somebody they should know absolutely so dr ernest withers is somebody who actually recently came into my um view and i was kind of surprised i didn't know who this this gentleman was he was a photographer that um, that took photos mostly in the South, but really all over the, the nation and did took a massive amount of uh, civil rights photos. So he took I think he was an active photographer for a little over 60 years and really worked from the 40s until about the 80s or 90s and captured everybody under the sun that was really anybody in civil rights sport, not a lot of sports, a lot of political leaders a ton of um, rock and roll people, like he was the official photographer for Stax Records. And when you get an opportunity to take a look at the photography, it really blows your mind. So like I've had sort of unfettered access to the entire archive and had to be able to, you know, dig through it. And every time I go in there, it's like this, I just, it's unbelievable. So they have nearly 2 million photos that Ernest took for about 60 years. And when you get in there, it's just, it's amazing. I mean, from Elvis Presley to B.B. King to Martin Luther King to Rosa Parks to Richard Nixon to, it's, it just goes on and on and on. But what else is really interesting about all the sort of famous image, beyond the famous images, is what he did as sort of a photojournalist as just capturing regular life and preserving sort of photos of people that I bet there aren't any other photos of. And so this sort of the, the historical significance of this body of work, it just, it really blows my mind. And, you know, as soon as I saw this thing, it was like, man, I really, really want to work on this. And so 1687 is partnering with Rosalind Withers, his daughter, to bring these photos into the blockchain. Can you talk a little about what that looks like, some of the goals and aims of the project? Yes. So it's not quite that. So 1687 
partnered with the Withers Collection and Roslyn and their foundation to create a generative art series based on Ernest Withers' photos. So what we're doing over here at 1687 is we took a look at the body of photos and then started drawing images against those photos. And we, we built a very complex generative art set that produces an NFT. And we are, um, we are basically giving all the proceeds from this project to the Winners Collection so that they can use that capital to continue their preservation and um, digitization of the library. That's so incredible. So I, I want to highlight two things. One, what you said before is you're partnering with the family of Dr. Ernest Weathers. You're, you're, or Withers. you're not actually just taking his work and trying to generate your own collection. You're partnering with the family and then you're taking those dollars and you're donating to the foundation. And I think that's really important to highlight um, for two reasons, because one, we've seen it too many times where people have taken other people's work and all tried to monetize that all the time, right? Yeah. Happens lifting all the time everybody else's IP or personal, yeah, personal uh, likeness. And it's just, yeah, it's crazy. Exactly. And so I'm, I'm so happy to hear that you're doing it the right way. And then second, to be able to take those dollars and do social good with those dollars. Uh, again, I think all of the time we hear in the media, oh, the NFT space is just a money grab or it's a scam or whatever it might be. These are the projects that nobody hears about, that nobody in the mainstream media will report on. But these are the ones that are really making a difference in the world. So thank you so much for that. The question I have for you is, you know, what was that light bulb moment? What was the light bulb moment that said crypto, Web3, NFTs is the next thing that we need to get into, either from a personal perspective or your business perspective? Yeah, it actually stemmed out of a different one of my businesses. So we are involved in um, online learning. We do we create um, learning management software off of this framework that we created that we mostly service the government space. So we have clients like California, Arizona, Nevada. We're lined up Massachusetts right now. And one of our um, one of our main products is mandated reporter training. You know, so people that run out and but not people that run out, people that have professional positions that are that um, work with vulnerable people are mandated to report abuse and sexual abuse and things like that. Sure. And so um, part of working in this space for the last seven years, we started realizing how difficult it is for um, learners to be able to um, share their learning records and their proof of um, certification. So we, as soon as blockchain technology started coming out, we were thinking, how do we use blockchain to um, help facilitate um, interoperable learning records? Then NFTs came out and we said, that's the answer. So we're really interested in how NFTs can be used way beyond what we're seeing right now, like, you know, certificate because of insurance, interoperable learning records, bonding, insuring, all these other things. So the thing that really got us interested was interoperable learning records so that we can issue um, training certificates via NFTs that can be authenticated and validated by anybody at any level up the vertical from the learner up to the federal government if you want to. It sounds like you're going to be able to leverage, once it comes, the technology comes along, soulbound tokens. Yeah. Any Anything that... Um, Yes, that's not necessarily where we're le leaning, but possibly. We'll probably, um, not probably, we will definitely uh, create our own token and our own NFT series and have a little bit of a, I don't want to say series, our own, our own smart contracts for NFTs that 
allow these learning records to move around and be validated. So we're looking at different chains right now on, on where we're going to do it. We haven't decided yet, but... Well, Toby, I want to get into a little more about what you said with me the first time we talked about user experience and making it easy for people. But first, we've got to take a real quick commercial break. So if you're listening in Radio Land, stay tuned. We've got more metaverse, more crypto, more NFT with purpose to help you understand why Web3 matters in a minute right here on Crypto Radio Network. From board apes to Bitcoin, this is the Crypto Radio Network. Welcome back, friends. This is your voice in the metaverse. This is the Crypto Radio Network. I'm Sal DeGuardia. I'm Matt Mazzaferro. And I'm Evan Mann. So glad to be here with you. Whether you are listening to us live on multiformat.net, we love you. Live on Twitter, love we love you. Hi, Twitter. Or whether you're tuning in on Anchor or you're tuning in live on Sunday in Chicago at AM 1590 or 95 FM, we just, we just love you. We're so grateful to you for listening. And we want to invite you, wherever you listen, to find time to follow us on Twitter at CryptoNet Radio or connect with us online at CryptoRadioNetwork.io. Whether you've got a question for us, you want to appear on the show, you know somebody who should be a guest, or maybe you're somebody who wants to help spread the good news of Web3 to the folks who join us every oh, week, sure. we would love to have your help. Yep. So get in touch with us. And uh, now we're just uh, we're just hanging out, chewing the fat, having a good conversation with my friend and our new friend, Toby. 1687, and we were just talking before the break about what it's going to take to help everyday people get into crypto. That's something we like to talk about a lot. And I remember in our first conversation, you were emphasizing how clunky it is right now, how kind of dangerous or just difficult it is to get into crypto, to get into NFTs. And you were talking about, about user experience. And I wonder if you would just elaborate a little on that, wrap a bit about it for us to how you see that path to adoption and future. Yeah, I think user experience is the number one barrier to entry in cryptocurrency and NFTs and everything Web3 right now. And we've been working on doing some things that help bring people into our projects that make you, that that reduce that barrier of entry and make it a little bit more user friendly. So my my personal big background is in user experience and you know, user interface design. How do you make things more seamless so people don't have to figure out how things work? And right now, as we all know, trying to figure out how to procure an NFT or procure some capital to purchase some cryptocurrency to get it into a wallet, to get into a cold wallet, it's all kind of to me very, very difficult. And so, you know, we're starting to see some things happening out of space where people are making it easier. You know? And one really good example is we're using an application called, um, I'm drawing a blank, I'll remember it one second, CrossMint. Oh, yeah, CrossMint. Yeah, CrossMint's a really cool app that that um, they created to help people buy um, NFTs with fiat using a credit card. And basically, all you have to do is go on to any website or dApp that has CrossMint, create an account, buy something with your credit card, and then it takes that, that digital asset, your NFT, and it puts it in, a, um, in um, a custodial wallet that can stay there until you're ready to move it. 
So it, it gives you full access and control kind of in classic web two credentialing, but enables you to take that and transition into a web three wallet, which is pretty cool. And, you know, we're, as a, if I circle back to what we're doing with, with simple and mandated reporter training, we're using that exact same model. We're about to start issuing all our certificates as NFTs and people probably aren't going to use them, but they'll have them. And we can make them work sort of like, I saw a lot of really cool things happen during COVID actually with technology. We're out in California and we had this, this way of backing COVID and it was, it was just a really cool thing using QR codes and a database and all this sort of stuff. And it made me think, gosh, that would have been really easy to solve with NFTs had they been a little bit more mature at the time. So there's already stuff happening like that. I just think about that for a second. The simplicity of when you get, when you get a certification or some kind of CE, right, um, accreditation, you know, graduation, you, you earn some kind of a certificate or degree. And the ability to just simply view that on the blockchain because it's there as an NFT for the world to see versus if you tell me, you know, I got to take you at face value that you you attended CE at Columbia or that's where you got your doctor, whatever. Right. And then I got to go and I got to contact their admissions department. And I got to if, if I'm really going to do the work. Right. I got to go investigate it. Who knows if, how quick I, I don't know how that process even works. Like I wouldn't even know where to start if I was, you know, running a business. The punchline is. How freaking cool is that? Like this, the technology of blockchain alone, right? And that's what all of these things are built on. Crypto, NFTs, metaverse, everything that we've been talking about. The core technology just lends itself to all of these different use cases. Just brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. The ease yeah. to be able to verify that in seconds on the blockchain. I, I agree with that. And one of the things that I've been sort of saying all along is that in order to bring millions, maybe tens of millions, hundreds of millions of people into the space, we do have to make it easier for them to go and be able to purchase crypto, to be able to go in and buy an NFT. There are so many steps and so many hurdles for someone who may not be as savvy when it comes to technology to be able to go and, and get into the space. So I love what you said, Toby, about like how do we make it easier? How do we simplify the process to get them in quicker and you know crossmint's one way to do that using fiat remember fiat is your your local currency uh dollars or pounds or wherever you are um and being able to to purchase an nfc without going through setting up your own wallet and getting you know uh, crypto from your fiat so the question i have for you is what what uh, methods and what ways, uh, if somebody wants to get involved in the Withers project, what are the easy ways for them to get into your project? It's extremely easy to get involved. So all you have to do is go to thewithersartproject.com, check it out. There's a minting application hooked to that website, and you can mint a token with you know, the classic Ethereum wallet, any wallet that uses Ethereum, or you can mint a token using um, uh, Crossmint. So we've tried to reduce the barrier of entry to the bare minimum, and my mom can do it. And she's, you know, a pretty old lady that's fairly savvy, but, you know, has no idea what we're talking about. Right. So we did that same thing with 1687. We made it really easy for lay people to get into the game or whatever we call them, um, noobs or whatever they call them. We call them everyday people. They're our friends. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. like, you know, people. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, humans. yeah, that's right. They're just people. We just call them humans. Just like we were. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, I now I got to know, Toby, how 
like what was the allure what what was the uh connection point was it a phone call did you guys meet up somewhere at a cool conference like how did you actually get involved with the withers project like how does that just come across your desk at some point that's not the type of thing that comes across anybody's desk right. i think so it's uh we got involved because one of my partners natasha bell's aunt is Rosalind withers so natasha and I and a couple of other ladies founded 1687 back in um, September of last year. And we set out to make a NFT-based club that allows us to do more altruistic, more giving projects. And Natasha's been involved in this stuff her whole adult life. Her family's all connected to the NBA and NFL. They're in that world, you know? And she's been doing this for, for a long time. And so we brought in the technology know-how you know, all the, we know how to do things. They know how to um, get things out there. And so we kind of combined our powers to, to work on some stuff we wanted to work on. And Natasha came up with the idea. She said, Hey, you know what? My aunt has this foundation. I said, she has what, what is it? You know, it was Tasha's idea. It's amazing. And yeah. as soon as I saw this thing, it blew my mind. And I say this all the time. And I really mean this, which is, it's the coolest thing I've ever worked on in my life. And I've been working on design things and production since I was a child. You know, I'm like 51 years old now. And the um, it's, it is really, really amazing. And it's just cool to be able to be part of this thing. Because when we have, when we succeed and when we bring this stuff to light, it's, it, I think it's going to make a difference. And it's going to, it's going to shape the way that people think about history a little bit, probably a lot of it, you know, and we're not the only ones talking about these, about Withers and the Withers collection. There's, they're starting to get quite a bit of press just because it's such an amazing story. Like um, Wes Lowry's doing a podcast right now over there on Stitcher, you know, um, Unfinished. I was a fan of Unfinished when it came out with yeah. um, that story about Isidore Banks. Right now they're doing Ernie's Secret, which is over there on um, on Stitcher. It's a great podcast. Awesome. There's, they just finished a documentary about withers there's working on this documentary about the till trial there's all these different layers that are coming around and withers keeps popping up in all of it i mean that guy was everywhere he's a really really amazing person like just what he did and what he was willing to risk and it's pretty crazy like i've been like peeling it all back and looking at it and i've been having a great time over the last you sort of eight months learning all this history and he's a pretty significant uh, member of, of history, participant in history. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for sharing that with us. Cause it's, uh, I, I figured you were going to come back with some kind of reply like that. Like, yeah, this is not something that just, yeah, comes into your inbox on Gmail, uh, as far as the, the connection point. So really, really cool to hear the backstory and, uh, and just all the, you know, all the great work that you guys have done so far. Do you have just maybe one more minute? Cause we'd love to come back and just kind of wrap this up with you if you don't mind. Yeah, of course. Awesome. Let's do that. So continuing our conversation with uh, Toby, we're going to do that next. This is your voice in the metaverse. This is the Crypto Radio Network. I'm Sal DeGuardia. I am Matt Mazzaferro. And I'm Evan Mann. Don't go anywhere. Coming right back. for the metaverse this is the crypto radio network so glad you are with us my friends thank you so much for tuning in 
This is your voice in the metaverse. I'm Sal DiGuardia. I'm Matt Mazzaferro. And I'm Evan Mann. So sad, our time has almost come to an end. I can't believe it. It goes by so fast, man. Two hours every Saturday from 3 to 5 Eastern. We're here on multiformat.net. Also, uh, that's broadcasting worldwide, of course. Broadcasting worldwide. We're big in Mongolia. We're number eight in Mongolia. Massive. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> and then, of course, uh, on radio stations all over the country. Um, then you can pick us up on Apple and Spotify podcasts. So uh, the entire collection of shows is up now at both of those uh, podcast platforms. So feel free to check us out there. And, of course, today's show will be uh, will be up by the end of the weekend. So you should be able to catch it Monday morning. And we've been uh, having an amazing conversation. And I don't know, you know, I don't know that we've had really much better examples of just the creative control the the greatest transfer of creative control in the history of planet of the planet and um how to use this technology that is web3 the blockchain uh crypto nfts to be able to just gain attention for some of the really incredible stories that are out there and that's been the biggest piece is to be able to tell just these truly deeply meaningful and dynamic stories toby briggs has been with us this hour and sharing with us 1687 uh and his uh company that has been working on uh really a, a ton of stuff but the withers art project specifically is what we've been focusing on but i want to make sure toby that we give you an opportunity to kind of you know touch a little bit on any of the stuff that we might have missed if there's some things that you want to bring up that um you are involved with uh, even if it's outside of 1687, but you know, whatever you'd like to hit, man, we want to give you a couple minutes just to kind of, you know, flex a little bit. We'd love to, for you to kind of celebrate some of the wins that you've had. Oh, flexing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not, a, I'm not a big fan of flexing, but I will flex on, on our process and our team as it relates to how we created the withers tokens, because it's, I haven't seen many things like it. As a matter of fact, I've never seen anything like it. And I would like to see if there's anything like it. So the way that we're building these this generative art series is, is quite a bit different than most series you see, which is we went through and created many several base images, actually um, 16 plus nine unicorns, it'll be 25 base images. And we hand drew, hand painted, created mixed medium real art on paper. So there's a physical copy of every single piece we did. Then we um, drew layers over the top, kind of the way you do like silk screening, you know? So you, it's like a six to eight layer transparencies that are all hand-drawn. And then we take all those um, assets and we scan them into the computer and then colorize them and stick them in what we call stacks. And so let's say you have a base character of Martin Luther King. It has a base that's in black and white. But then it has all these layers that are that have color that sits over the top. Then we write code that goes in down in each one of those stacks and randomly generates the final result. So the possibilities of each unique piece, it's I'm not even sure where we're at on like 10 million possibilities. There'll be like 10,000 pieces in the set. But the this method of creating art is to me really interesting and really fun. I've been an artist since I was a kid, and it's like, you know drew and painted and sculpted and everything. And this is such a cool mixture of science and technology and math. And there's a half a dozen people working on this, this art series. And it's, it's just really neat. It's a really fun thing to do. 
It's super interesting. I'm actually on the website right now, and if you have not seen the the art, go to the website and check the art out. It is absolutely incredible. I, I love this art style, and I love the approach that you took because there are a lot of projects out there where you can do it digitally. You can combine them through an AI algorithm, and yes, you're going to create unique one-on-ones, but the actual style and the look of this art is something that I want not only in my digital wallet, but I want to be able to print it out and put it on the wall and it does look like that's something that I can do. Can you speak to the sort of physical aspect of things when I buy and mint one of these NFTs? Yeah, so if you if you mint one of these NFTs, you own the artwork, the original piece, it's a one of one, and you can take that artwork, it's or that digital file, it's high resolution, and you can print it on any substrate. So we did a show down in Beverly Hills a couple of weeks ago and brought in a bunch of these prints printed on metal. And they were, they came out really, really cool. They were nice. So they, they print beautifully, but sort of, I want to circle back to the art style because we, we really worked hard defining this style so that it honored the photography and legacy and didn't, we didn't want it to be too cheeky. You know, like these are like really important, significant people that we, we were trying to be really careful with sort of respecting their legacy and not making sort of kitsch artwork. Absolutely. And we really looked at um, uh, contemporaries of the time. So, like, this style is kind of a mixture of, like, Warhol, Liechtenstein, and then a little bit of a more modern street vibe. So it has this, they're very representative of Withers' photos, but they're hopefully um, interesting in a different way and creates some, you know, art that stands aside Withers' art, but is very reflective, but maybe... I don't want to say more fun because that's not the right term, but um, hopefully there people enjoy them. You know, we've we definitely, I don't mean to cut you off, but we've got to get out of here soon. Our time's oh, almost true. up. Yeah, we definitely out. want oh people gosh. to be able to check out the collection. So give us the links one more time where people can find the art, the project and get connected with you if they want to learn more. Yeah. So the art can be seen right now at the withers art project.com. There's a minting button on that website. You can mint an NFT and right now, if you mint an NFT, you're going to get the base. We haven't released the art yet. So I think we'll be wrapping up the art this week, and then we'll do the you know big reveal. Then you can see all the different um, different base images and all the generative art. So awesome. yeah. what about socials? Yeah, it's all at um it's all at Withers. I gotta remember this one. On Twitter, it's at uh, Withers Art Proj. It's all connected on the website. So if you go to either 1687club.com it navigates in there there's links from the withers collection website there's the withersartproject.com that's really the hub of this and if people want to connect with you it's at toby briggs with two g's right yes sir yeah cool. thanks I'm for being toby here toby yeah. we've we, we loved having you man yeah thanks yeah, for having me really appreciate it brilliant conversation man thank you so much for sharing the the project and the work with us and continued success man this is uh it's really important work that you're doing, and I'm just so thankful that you took the time out today. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Well, my friends, does that do it? I think that's it. That's our time. I can't. Dude, thanks, everybody, for listening. I know, right? I can't believe how quick it went. Every week, it's the it same, same deal. It makes me sad it goes by so quickly. Yeah. If you uh, want to get in touch with us, it's studio at CryptoRadioNetwork.io. My Twitter, if you want to follow me, is at Sal DiGuardia. 
I'm Matt Mazzaferro, and you can find me at, at the Matt Maz. And of course, I'm at Evan with an A underscore man with two N's. Love to see you in my comments. We'll see you next week. Your voice in the metaverse. This is the Crypto Radio Network. Yeah.